Hello and welcome to another magical episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host Morgan and today we have a princess story for you. Now if you don't already know, today February 4th is the U.S. release date of Snow White. Now the original premiere of Snow White was actually December 21st, 1937 in Los Angeles at the Carthay Circle, but it was released to all audiences February 4th. So today we are celebrating Snow White release date. And to go along with this special event, we have my dear friend Mallory come on today and share a Snow White story with us. I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you don't already know, we have episodes twice a week, every Monday and Thursday. So be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. We are always trying to share people's most magical moments in and out of the parks at Disney and Universal. So if you have a magical moment that you would like to submit, please go to justamagic.com and click on the share your magic button. I absolutely can't wait to hear your stories. And now on with the show. So excited to have this very special guest. She is the Snow White to my Aurora. Today I have Mallory. Hi, Mallory. Welcome to the Just Some Magic podcast. Hi, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you. You're one of my dearest friends from Disneyland. We met through Instagram and it just was like an instant connection. And we love our sleeping princesses. You know, Snow White falls asleep in her <laughs> yes. movie. Beauty falls asleep in hers and we love watching like the Sensational Parade together and, and her son the James best. I adore. He's my little boyfriend. I just love him yeah. so much. <laughs> I haven't seen him in so long. but I know. He's 12 now. Can't, I can't. No. He's a little 10 <laughs> That's how I remember him. But I, I just love going to the parks with you guys and you being the cool mom and pulling him out of school. And <laughs> not all the time. He goes to school, right? Yes. <laughs> Yes. And we'll go to Disneyland and just have the best day ever. And I remember when I first met James, I remember this very vividly. Like I offered him a hug in the beginning and he's like, oh, no, thank you. Like very politely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know me. And then by the end of the day, he's like, mom, can I ride with her? Mom, yeah. can she babysit me? And she said, mom, can she babysit me? She doesn't have to pay you. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> You're like, how is this whole thing working? <laughs> anyway, he's a adorable and he's involved in your story you're very much involved in your stories yeah no it was so crazy because like Disney's always been such a big part of my life growing up um, my parents always kind of offered me a birthday party or a visit to Disneyland you know because I was like before the annual passes it was early 90s so it's always had a big connection in my life and so I wanted that to be something that 
I also brought to my son. He, you know, Snow White for his mom, but he also mm-hmm. knows that there's Snow White in the park. And that's kind of how our whole story begins. And this is an audio podcast, but to give you an idea, Mallory looks exactly like Snow White from Once Upon a Time. Jennifer Goodwin, is that her character? Is that, or is that her, the actress's name? The actress's name is Jennifer Goodwin. Um, yeah, it's, it's so funny because if you're new to my Instagram, I, I just did kind of a reintroduction video so you guys can go watch that. Um, but that's kind of how my Instagram started was um, Lana Paria, who plays the Evil Queen, told me that I resemble Jennifer Goodwin and I should do something with that. And I started doing some cosplay of Mary Margaret and Snow White from Once Upon a Time. And I've gotten to meet pretty much all the cast and they all concur that I'm her doppelganger. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> met Jennifer Goodwin. And what did she say when you met her? <laughs> yeah, I've met her now three times. Um, the first oh. time that I met her was on set. And it was funny because it was a faraway meeting. One of the set designers for Once Upon a Time, um, we started talking and she thought it was so funny that I look so much like Ginny that I went to set one day and she had me stand up against a tree And Jenny was leaving set and she pointed to me and goes, Jenny, if you're here, then who's that? And and Jenny just looks at me, her jaw drops and goes, you look amazing. (laughs) So that was my first encounter with her. Um, I got to meet her when she was doing a play over here in L.A., And we got to take our little doppelganger picture together. We both had our pixie cuts. So that was cute. (laughs) And Josh even, you know, said to me like, hey, I like your haircut. I was like, yeah, I bet you do. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's amazing. And then you met her a third time? The third time I met her, I got to be in cosplay. So that was fun. I was in Paris um, in 2019 before the world shut down. And (laughs) I was doing a Once Upon a Time convention. So I was in full Snow White outfit. um, And I took a picture with Josh. And he told me how fabulous I looked. And when I went to go see Jenny, she was like, this is my favorite outfit. I'm so glad we get to pose together. And we did our classic oh. little Snow White pose. Oh, that's so amazing. Like, how cool is it that you not only look, and she's your favorite princess, correct? Yes, she is. Okay, good. Because that would be funny if you looked so much like Snow White <laughs> and the, the Once Upon a Time version of Snow White and you liked like Ariel or somebody, like, that would be funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, you look just like her. I can vouch for that. I've seen you and met you in person and hung out with you. So you're Snow White in my eyes. Like when I was thinking of the Snow White episode for her anniversary, I was like, I have to call Mallory. I have to see if she wants to do an episode. With me. And I'm <laughs> so glad you did. Yes. But before we get into your story, I would love to ask you some fun questions. Okay. And the question always ask everybody is, why do you love Disney? I kind of briefly stated why. For me, I've always had an overactive imagination. Imagine that. And Mm -hmm. I remember growing up and I would just like be in my own little worlds. I would just create these things in my own head for myself. And Disney offered that opportunity to kind of visit that you know, visit those worlds, whether it be through the Disney books, you know, I remember the golden books that I would read as a child, and then or going to the parks and getting to actually be inside of the magic castle and go on these like spectacular rides that just pulled you in. So it was getting to really like play out what you had imagined in your head from the movies and everything. 
And for me, it was just like, wow, just an added level to what I was already experiencing as a kid. (laughs) And which parks, I know you mentioned you went to Paris, but which Disney parks have you been to? I have been to the original here in California. That's where I'm from and born and raised here in California. Um, so I've been to Disneyland and then I remember even going to California Adventure before it was as cool as it is before (laughs) it got all marveled out, (laughs) which we're very okay with you and me are Marvel fans. Oh, huge ones. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I, I still remember when they had like the San Francisco like bridge and stuff there when it first, first opened. And then I was able to go to Disney Paris and I've been to Disney World, um, but not to all of the added ones because I went really young. Oh, okay. So like Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, those weren't quite there yet? Or did you They weren't there again? yet, yeah. Wow. Okay, so mm-hmm. we need to definitely get you back there yes. ASAP. <laughs> Speaking of like Disneyland and rides and stuff, uh, what do you think of Snow White's Scary Adventure going into Snow White's Enchanted Wish? Because I know you've probably seen videos of it and seen the announcement. <laughs> that. I would love to know your thoughts. Oh man, I'm so excited. I can't wait to write it so I can really experience it. I haven't been to the um, mine roller coaster over in Disney World since it opened. So I haven't even gotten to do that yet. And I've seen so many videos and stuff. So that's one of the first things we're going to have to do when we go over there. Absolutely. And <laughs> so I love the added act aspects that I've seen of digitalizing it a little bit. Um, I loved what they did to the, because my other girl, my non-Disney princess is Alice in Wonderland. When that went under renovation and they added all the digital aspects, I was like questionable. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to be. It's kind of taking away, but they did it in such a way that it added to the magic rather than taking anything away. So I was really pleasantly surprised And I have a feeling that this one's going to be similar in that aspect. Oh, I agree. I feel like it keeps the same elements Mm -hmm. of the story, like going through the minds. They're just adding fun, like you're saying, fun digital things and characters and like the charm that I think the scary part was kind of taken over, like taking away the Mm -hmm. scary part and adding the charm. So, And that was the thing too is – I remember writing it when I was like three or four years old and being scared to death by the evil queen turning so fast. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And then you get so close and you're like, whoa. (laughs) It's such a crazy effect when you see it like for the first time. You're like, wait, how is this happening? And then imagine as a kid, you're just like, nope, 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 nope. (laughs) And I heard that they're adding more of like you said, more of like the wish element and more of her. Because the funny thing about Snow White's Scary Adventure is you only see her one time (laughs) during the whole thing. (laughs) I know. Her ride, she should be in it multiple times. Because I believe like originally it was supposed to be you were portraying her. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, 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 we're on this ride to see her. Yeah. So I think that's why they added her the one time. But now we'll hopefully get to see her more than once. Yes. At least at the very end with the the waking up kiss scene. That'll be wonderful. You know, we love Mm -hmm. our sleeping princesses. Yes. All right. So here's a fun question. What is an unpopular Disney opinion you have? Gosh, an unpopular Disney opinion. I feel like this is unpopular, but kind of popular. I'm not a huge Frozen fan. (laughs) Oh, okay. Why is that? Um, Which is funny because, you know, the Snow Princess, the Snow Queen, um, and that whole connection. And I think it's like multi-layered. 
because for me, when I first heard about it and when I first heard that it was going to be um, voiced by Adina Menzel, who, if you know Broadway, she's an amazing singer, amazing actress. Mm-hmm. She did Wicked before this. And when I saw the concept of the story, I was like, this seems like it's Wicked for kids. <laughs> and oh. so I was like, okay, well, she has this power that she doesn't quite understand and people think she's bad. And it's very similar to Alphaba's story. If you guys haven't mm-hmm. seen, you know, Wicked, now you know. Uh, and so at first I was like, okay, well, that's kind of, I guess it's cool. Cause they're like, you know, doing a kid version, but I wish that kids would actually be exposed to like the Broadway shows. Cause mm-hmm. I'm a big, big advocate for Broadway shows. Like I just took my son before all of this in 2019 to New York to see, um, Beetlejuice, you know, on stage. And did he love it? Oh, he loved it so much. After the opening number, he was just like, this is amazing. <laughs> I feel like Disney Plus with Hamilton, like mm. I feel like there were some people that were worried that, oh, well, I've seen it on my TV. Like I don't need to go see it in person. No, like for me, it makes me want to go see more Broadway plays mm-hmm. in person. Like I want to go see it. I want to go see it live. I want to be in it. And I yeah. think that was amazing. And like I would love to see I'm already a big Disney show person. So Mm -hmm. like seeing an actual professional Broadway show, I would be a thousand percent for it. Well, yeah. And it's basically the same thing as when you go to the parks. Like, yeah, you could stay home and watch all the stuff on your TV and watch Disney movies, but you get to go and be a part of it. And I feel like that with live theater, it makes you a part of what you're experiencing. Oh, I agree a thousand percent. And like being living through it, like we can all watch it on YouTube and watch a ride, <laughs> but like being in it and thrown around or depending on the ride, of course, yeah. it's so much cooler. Okay. Next question is if you could work any role in a Disney park, what role would you want and why? And you could be anything, anything. Oh man. I probably would pick to be like Mickey Mouse and Phantasmic. <gasps> yes. Like, I feel like that would be amazing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, which version of Mickey? Because he's on the steamboat. He's on his little sorcerer's cat. And then he pops up at the end with the, with his little britches on, like, or his little tuxedo. Like, which, which one would you want? I think it would have to be the one with like all the pyrotechnic, like fireworks. I want to be that one. (laughs) I want to be conducting it. (laughs) Yes. I'm here for that. Yes. Kind of like conducting it and stuff. Um, if you could have any Disney ride vehicle or parade float to get around with, which one would you use? And functionality does not matter in this scenario. Okay. Um, oh, that's a tough one because they're such cool rides. Like I would love, and it's funny because when I got to go to one of the Disney bounding um, events, they had a lot of the memorabilia there and they had one of the dwarfs, you know, ride carts there and I got to be in it. And it was so much fun to just like sit in it and like have it outside of the actual ride. And it was so funny because I feel like I would pick that or I would pick one of the um, ships from Peter Pan's flight. Oh, that would be good. Yes. (laughs) That'd be so fun. All right. Here is a princess question. If you could take your favorite elements from each Disney princess, which dress 
hair sidekick and castle would you want to have? So you can mix and match. Okay. You can do peasant version or ball gown version, depending on what you want. Mm-hmm. Any of it. So any combination you can think of. Oh gosh. Okay. So hair. Let's start with that. Who's mm-hmm. got some awesome hair? Like I, <laughs> Snow has like a cute bob and stuff. It's very 1930s. <laughs> but I think, um, I don't know. I'm kind of into this. I've, I've kind of, I'm at this like mermaid fantasy length of hair so i'd take ariel's hair yes (laughs) maybe change it black though we'll keep the snow color um but the waviness of it and just how it's effortlessly perfect underwater and above water (laughs) all the volume all around (laughs) and then you said the dress oh i would pick Probably Tiana's green dress. Ooh, at the very end or like the the 1920s, like short dress? The short one, yes. Ooh, okay. And do you want something you can like really dance in? And I feel like with New Orleans jazz and stuff, you got to have something you can move around in. (laughs) And it's so cute. And I love that shade of green. I feel like it'd go very nice with the black hair too. Right. (laughs) And then sidekick and castle. Oh, sidekick and castle. Let's see. Let's do Castle first. I honestly will have to say that I would stick to Snow White's castle. To me, like when I think of a castle, that's what I see. And it's so sad because this past year I was supposed to go to Germany to see the castle that was inspired. Oh, no. (laughs) That one. But we'll have to make another trip to Germany so that I can see it in person. But to me, that is like the traditional like real tangible castle, you know? Yeah. And I like that she's like spending a lot in her movie. Like she's spending at least the beginning part in the castle where mm-hmm. like, I feel like all the other ones, it's very quick and brief. Like it's either a ball, like it's uh-huh. not interior. And it's got a wishing well. Yeah. <laughs> it has a wishing well and we can go see it at Disneyland. Like it's great. Oh, I think sidekick wise. Oh, can I, can I pick a sidekick of a non princess? <laughs> Can I pick a boo from Aladdin? Oh, I would even count that as like a princess sidekick essentially because he is in a princess movie even though it is Aladdin. Yeah. Yes, a boo. I love it. Okay. And why him? Oh, man. I always loved Abu like throughout like I remember watching it as a kid and just thinking like, oh, I wish I had a monkey that I could like train to be like my best friend. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And you could you got to watch out though. He might like get you in trouble and steal some things he's not supposed to yes <laughs> you gotta like that element of mischief yeah yes. and he's so animated and expressive like he doesn't mm-hmm. talk but you know exactly what he's thinking exactly sure. next question is definitely another princess one um if you could pick any of these two which princess powers and i say this in quotations <laughs> would you want to have so i've kind of like come up with some random powers to kind of go along go alongside each princess so ariel's her power would be to breathe and talk underwater mm-hmm. aurora's would be sleep as long as you want with no time passing Tiana's would be be able to cook with any food lying or that you have lying around. It'd just always be good. Snow White's would be talking to forest animals. Bell's would be speed reading. 
Cinderella's would be magically have an outfit for any occasion. You could just whip it up. And then Mulan's would be being able to defend yourself in any situation, either physically or verbally. (laughs) (laughs) Jasmine's would be travel anywhere and whenever you wanted. Pocahontas would be have everlasting stamina and endurance because that girl runs everywhere. Yes, my goodness. (laughs) Moana's would be being able to be friends with water. So that would either be getting you around or just swimming or whatever. Mm-hmm. Rapunzel's is having magic hair that helps people and Merida's would be um, good horseback riding skills. Oh my goodness. This, that, I have to pick one? Two. Two. You two. can pick two. There's a lot. <laughs> oh gosh. Pa- like process of elimination. Um, the one that really stuck out to me was, okay, so I will not front. I am not the best like cook idea. Like uh-huh. I will sit for hours and be like, what do I want to eat? What can I make? Whatever. Like, and I, I just wish I had that ability to just be like, no, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. And I'm just going to make it. And it's going to be wonderful. You know, yes. it's like um, I have string cheese and apple and sprinkles. Like, yes. let's make something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I definitely want Tiana's cooking ability. Oh, the other one. Gosh, I, I really love the fact that, you, you know, I love to travel. And so mm-hmm. like Jasmine's ability to just like hop on a magic carpet and go somewhere is yes. so appealing. So if I could go somewhere and cook, I think I'd be set. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> all you need, especially like now with COVID, like you can't travel at like at all. So mm-hmm. definitely there for that. Awesome. Okay. That was like a new original question I just came up with. So that's so awesome. I love that. Bearing with me. I was having trouble with coming up with one for Pocahontas and Merida because it's like what do I say for them like oh I I love the Pocahontas one that's so it's so true like she has the stamina and I on some days on most days I do wish that I had her stamina (laughs) run so much and she's running barefoot too Mm -hmm. and singing like no girl I can't do that (laughs) so you are a teacher correct yes Thank you so much for being an amazing person and human, especially during these crazy times and attempting to teach probably through Zoom or in oh, person. Yeah. Like, we definitely appreciate you. But here's a fun question. Which Disney character would you want to be as your coworker? Which Disney character would I like to work with? Honestly, I would love to work with the genie because that would be yes. so much fun. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Especially as a teacher, like mm-hmm. he would be such a fun one to because yeah. you know, he can shape shift and do different things. And he I could feel like he would be a really good teacher to like explain things and show you presentations. And- yeah, he could act them out for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that'd be so fun. Okay. And then if you wanted to do a princess one, who would you like to be your coworker? Who would I like? Probably like I would love, can you imagine going like on nature walks with Pocahontas like just teaching you outside like that'd be honestly the best thing because then you wouldn't have to be inside you could be outside where it's clean and safe (laughs) yes oh that's amazing um okay and this kind of goes back to the other princess question I asked you but if you could have any Disney animal sidekick as a pet which one would you choose and it's not limited to princesses. The one that popped into my mind immediately um, was Lewis from Princess and the Frog, just because he plays the trumpet and I love jazz music. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you play the ukulele mm-hmm. and you sing. So like he could um, accompany you yeah. for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be perfect. No one said him yet. That makes me so happy. <laughs> All right. Last couple of questions. If I know you only have one son now, but if you were driving 
across country with a car full of kids Mm -hmm. and they only wanted to listen to one Disney soundtrack on repeat, which Disney soundtrack would it be? I think that would have to be okay. Like if it was just purely Disney, Mm -hmm. I'd say the Wreck-It Ralph soundtrack. Oh, if it I'm, was open to Marvel, I'd say Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I'm here for the Guardians of the Galaxy one. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> it is open to Marvel. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. That would keep you like a bee and like mm-hmm. going through your car ride. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, because one of my favorite songs, like we play it every time we leave Disneyland is When Can We Do This Again? You know? Oh. And so me and James will just blast it and we'll just start singing along as we're riding home. <laughs> oh. Gosh, that's amazing. James is so lucky to have you as a mom. I want you to be my mom. <laughs> um, okay, last two. What is your favorite Disney item you own that you want to pass down to your grandkids one day? Mm. I know James is only 12, but one day he'll <laughs> grandkids. <laughs> and what's something that you would cherish that you'd want to pass down? Probably I have the 50th anniversary um, Tiffany's lamp of the Magic Castle. Um, and it's so beautiful and it lights up so pretty. So when it lights up, it looks like there's fireworks on the stained glass. Um, so it's one of my most like treasured possessions Disney wise. So that would definitely be handed down. (laughs) Absolutely. And last one is how is taking your son, James, enhanced your love of Disney and how much does he love it? It's so crazy because like you mentioned um, in the beginning, it's a completely different experience. And it's so funny because because I was so involved in the Disney bound community. I still am, but you know, mm-hmm. like physically at the parks and stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I would go some days by myself because I knew like he wouldn't want to just go and take pictures really quick, you know, although now he's become like this amazing photographer. So he's like, yeah, I'll do it. Um Aww. But like, so some days I'd be like, well, you know, I'm just going to go for a couple of hours, but we'll go back when it's like me and you, you know? And Mm -hmm. so he knew like when I would go with my friends or if my friends were in town and they wanted to do more like California adventure adult stuff, and then I would go separately like that. And it's completely different going as a 34 year old woman and -hmm. with my friends And then going as like a mom, because you guys kind of get to experience, and I'm sure you felt this too when he was around, Mm -hmm. you get to experience it through their eyes and through how they want to experience it, you know? And whenever I would take him, just me and him, I'd be like, you pick all the rides, you know, like Mm -hmm. this is your day, you call the shots, because I would really want to know what he would pick. And it was always so interesting because it was never the same rides and it was a lot of like performances. And that's kind of how I knew he would enjoy a Broadway show was the fact that he loved to go see Mickey and the Magical Map and go see the Aladdin show. Oh, that makes my heart so happy. Mm -hmm. Yes. And there is one ride I remember him wanting to do multiple times. The (laughs) couple of times we went, he loves small world. Yes. I always told him like, James, I will ride with you once a day. That's not multiple. <laughs> I love you, kid. I'll go get some popcorn. I'll wait for you guys. But I only got it once a day. And he's yeah. like, okay. 
But yes, going with him is so different for sure. And I love that you let him pick. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And how much does he love the parks? Oh, he like he absolutely adores it. Like there's no time where if I ever offered him like, hey, let's go. He would say no. <laughs> yes. Like, are you sick? Are you not feeling well? Like, why yeah. do you say no? <laughs> exactly. And I, I love also as uh, he got older, like even the last time in the parks, um, he loves to be there around people who don't really know it that well because he himself will take it upon himself to like kind of let people know little hidden facts, you know, about certain aspects of the park. One of his favorite things to show people is he's like, do you like Toy Story? And because that was what he grew up on. I had him in my in my tummy when I was watching Toy Story 3. <laughs> oh and so um he grew up on toy story so that's one of his favorite things and he'll always take people to cars land to show like buzz hiding under the cone you know yes. oh i know exactly we're near the cozy cone mm -hmm. yes by the desk <laughs> I know exactly where that is. Oh my gosh. And that's kind of like even like big Disney fans that go all the time don't even know that. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's amazing. What a cutie. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah, he's, he's such a good kid too. Like he's so well behaved and so well mannered. You definitely raised a good kid. I've, I, we need to get James on the show for sure. Oh, he's, I'm sure he'd love that. <laughs> oh but one of the things I love is when we'd watch the sensational parade together, the three of us mm -hmm. and the princess float comes by and snow white sleeping beauty. And I believe Rapunzel is a little bit further back are all in the front of the float. And he points to snow and sleeping beauty goes, Oh, look, it's you. It's, it's you and mom. And uh -huh. I'm, like, I'm dead. I died. I was because he knows that's our favorites. And I'm like, you're the best kid yes. ever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, thank you so much for answering all those questions. You had amazing answers but now I'll let you take it away and share your magic so if you want to set the scene um tell us what was going on and yeah awesome yeah no that kind of is like the best segue because that was always the fun part about just Disney in general um I had a tie to Snow White since I was little um because I'm Latina and I grew up in mm -hmm. my Mexican family but I'm very fair-skinned and I've got light eyes and I've got dark hair and so I kind of already coined the phrase of being known as Blanca Nieves, who is also Snow White. And um, so I always had that tie to the Snow White character. And then when Once Upon a Time came along, my doppelganger was on there. It really yes. tied me to her. <laughs> so James, you know, right around the time that Once Upon a Time was coming out, um, was maybe about two or three years old. And we had been living in Hawaii for a little bit and we came back to like come move back and get our own place. And um, so one of the first things, of course, that we wanted to do was go to Disneyland. It was funny because my sister had found this shirt that said, my favorite Disney princess is my mom. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. You know, like I'm going to put hit that cute little shirt on him. We're going to walk all through Disneyland. It's going to be super cute. Mm -hmm. And um I found a little like Snow White's t-shirt looking thing. So I put that on with some jeans and um, we were on our way to his favorite ride, which is Peter Pan's flight. Like that one, mm -hmm. if we could get there early enough, 
that's what we would do first. And um, so we were taking the path less traveled, I always say, because everyone always wants to go through the main castle at Disneyland, which is Sleeping Beauty's castle. It's your castle. (laughs) (laughs) And um, if you don't know the parks, right when you're facing the castle, when you come into the parks and you go to the right, there is a little path that has Snow White's wishing well. And it's so pretty because it has like her with the seven dwarf, their little statues. And then like every couple of minutes it plays I'm wishing. Mm-hmm. And um, that day we were like, well, let's take that one. And um, so as we're go- going there, he of course turns to me and asks me like, mom, can I make a wish in the wishing well? And I'm like, of course. Oh. So I grab some change from my pocket and I give it to him. And he, as he's throwing it in, I look up and all of a sudden the evil queen comes lurking around the corner (laughs) as if she was watching us. (laughs) And so he like looks up and he's kind of a little startled because this is the first time he's ever met her. Um, And then of course, because of who I look like, he was very kind of like protective of me. (laughs) Oh no, like the evil queen's going to come for my mom. Exactly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And it was so funny because, so the evil queen came and she was an amazing character actress. She went right to him and didn't miss a beat and said, like, who's, who are you? And what are you doing here? And he's like, well, we're going to go to my favorite ride, you know? And then she's like, and who's this? He's like, oh, that's my mom. She's Snow White. And she's like, what? (laughs) Not expecting this little boy to say that about his mom. Exactly. And so I immediately start giggling and I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know? And then she's like, well, she does resemble somebody that I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then, and then she pulls Jam aside, and at this time he's like completely comfortable, gain all his confidence, and he just like yeah. is there listening to her. And she <laughs> says to him, "I can't believe you allowed your mom to dress like that <laughs> when coming <gasps> to, you know, this castle." And he's like, "Well, that's who she is, you know. Like he's like, that's what she's, you know, gonna wear." <laughs> Yeah, defending his mom. Exactly. (laughs) And it was so funny because he was just like defending me and just kind of like, but I'm going to protect you too. So she's like, well, I guess we should like take a picture with your magic mirror over there. And so as the cast member is getting there for me to hand my phone, he stands like in between me and her. So that's... Where he's still like kind of keeping her apart. And it's funny because in the picture, he's like holding her hand, which is really sweet. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's our, our family portrait. <laughs> it's rare for a, the evil queen to hold somebody's hand. Like yeah. That. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. I like that she called it his ma- your magic mirror. My magic mirror. Yes. And it was so funny because as we were giggling and as she was going off to like, I guess she wasn't going to stay there for a, like, there was already starting to be like a line of people to see like yeah. her and everything because that's how it works at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was walking over to where she was going to actually go take pictures. And we thought the magic had end there. We're like, okay, cool. That was fun. You know, we're going to just walk over to Peter Pan now and get on that ride. And as we were walking, who should come but Snow White herself. <laughs> she probably was waiting too. like, okay, good. The coast is clear. Yeah. <laughs> 
I know. I'm like, I couldn't have planned this better. <laughs> and so she comes out and she just comes over and she says, hello, friends. And I heard that, you know, your mother is here. Your mother's a princess too. And she's oh. like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, she looks like you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. And so what? she just giggled and she's like, that's right. It's true. We do look alike. <laughs> and um so we took our picture next to the well and everything like that and it was funny because I don't even know if she was done taking pictures somewhere else I have no idea where she came from but uh -huh. she turns to James and she's like well you know that was lo so lovely to meet you and I'm glad that we took pictures would you like to walk me back to my cottage oh my God. and I was just like okay <laughs> Which is such a big honor because like Disneyland, the characters are roaming. So they're they'll either have a designated meet and greet spot and then like go either behind the castle or for Snow White, her cottage. And so being asked to do this is like an honor. So, yeah. oh my gosh, Snow White as James to walk her <laughs> to her cottage. Oh my gosh. And it was so funny because I have a picture of them from behind where he's just like looking up at her and they're walking together. I'm just kind of trailing them at this point. And we end up passing Peter. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So then he's just like, oh, my gosh, we were just about to go to your ride. <laughs> that is amazing. And um, it was great because as we were getting back to her, her cottage, she gave him a huge hug. And she told him, thank you for being such a sweet prince and bringing her back home safe. Oh. Then James walks over to me and grabs my hand and we just start walking back on our journey back to the ride, <laughs> which we were trying to do for like a good, like, honestly, that took a good like 45 minutes of our day <laughs> just oh experiencing all of this amazing character interaction and their attention. Oh, just one after another. That is amazing. <laughs> This, I feel like James is such a good, when I've seen him interact with characters in the parks, especially when around Snow White and stuff, like he's very like proud of his mama and like <laughs> protective for sure if need be. Was it when, I don't remember, if when we went to go see Snow White, I don't think know if James was with us, but Prince Charming was out or whatever Snow White's prince name is. And I think like he didn't care about meeting him. I think he just cared about Snow White or am I just thinking of something completely different? Yeah, no, he he was there. It was, we went for um, Valentine's Day a, yes. a couple years ago. And yeah, Prince Charming was out there and he was just, it was funny because I, of course, wanted to take a picture with Prince Charming. <laughs> Oh, can I borrow him, please? <laughs> I did. I asked. I of course you always have to ask permission. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I took my pictures with both of them, and then I borrowed her prints for a moment. And then when I turned to James and asked him, "Well, do you want to take a picture with them?" He's like, "Well, just with Snow White." <laughs> <laughs> and I think the the prince was like, "Fair enough, fair enough." <laughs> Yes, that was so cute and fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I remember that. It was just like, it was like, no, no, I, I'm I'm prince enough here. Like, we don't need you, sir. Like, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so something cute. I always kind of tr try to teach him just in general, um, you know, to have respect for people, but also to have um, a respect because he, I've been um, in the entertainment business um, since before he was born. So he knows, you know, that, there's that element of play and these are actors that are portraying these characters just mm -hmm. like I portray Snow White so does this person you know mm -hmm. and so he has that mutual sense of respect of uh -huh. like okay I'm going to make sure 
that I'm respecting this person who is this character, you know. Yeah, he's he's such a good kid and so this these moments actually like how why are they so special to you? Like why are they one of your most magical moments? That one was such a magical moment because I, it's so funny because it's when when you least expect it, I think, mm-hmm. you know, and it was funny when as I was posting these pictures, of course, on like my uh, social media, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, you're amazing at planning things. And I was like, this was not planned. <laughs> like we our outfits were planned for us to have just like cute little pictures together and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But we didn't expect to be, you know, with the evil queen and then Snow White and kind of have all of their attention on us. And so I think that's what makes it such a magic moment is it comes in a time that you don't expect it. Like there have been other times where I've tried to like, okay, let me plan this out. And usually it doesn't happen or that character's not going to be there that day or whatever. So I've learned, especially from like that experience, like, yeah, you know what, just go and be open to any like magic that happens that day, you know, because that's the great thing about not expecting it and it's something wonderful happening. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Do you have any other closing thoughts or elements that story you'd want to share? Yeah, I mean, I just hope, you know, through all of this that we can kind of get back to that point. You know, I know we will because I have hope for it. Um, yes. But yeah, I, I can't wait to have because that was one of my favorite things um, was character interactions. Like I love the rides and I love all that stuff, but actually having those moments where you get to go actually like meet your favorite princess, your favorite Marvel character. For me, it's Captain America. Uh, (laughs) I know he's your favorite. (laughs) I miss visiting the captain. It's true. (laughs) Hugging characters, especially the captain. (laughs) (laughs) Had to throw that in there a little bit. And just getting to, like, it's so great that these performers are so invested into their characters and creating these magic moments for the guests that um, come to see them. And I can't wait to get back into that. Me too. I'll tell you this. When I first went to the parks again after reopening, 10 minutes into the parks and there was a Mickey cavalcade and Mickey waved at me. I know joke, balled my ass oh. out for 12 minutes. <laughs> I did not expect that from myself. I yeah. could not stop crying because my other two friends that I was with had already been back since and I'm just like uncontrollably sobbing and I'm like, yeah. I did not know how much I needed to see Mickey Mouse. So like once we get to that point where we can like hug a character again, mm. I think like I look forward to that so yes. much. So I'm right there with you. (laughs) Thank you, Mallory, so much for coming on and being such a delight. We absolutely love having you and we'll definitely have to come back for more stories for sure. We'll have some names on at some point too. (laughs) Well, thank you, Mallory. for some listener stories that you the fan sent in if you would like to submit your story to be read on the just some magic podcast please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic tab (laughs) 
Here's another listener story about Snow White. Two of my three kids were born during the Disney Renaissance period with new Disney movies coming out all the time. We could go see the movies in theaters as well as pre-order the VHS from the Disney store. When pre-ordering, we would receive a collector's matted print of a scene from the movie. We still have them all framed today and hung in our home. The 1937 Snow White and the Seven Doors was re-released in 1993 with advancements in color and sound, so we had to add the VHS and print to our collection. My story is about my son who is now 25 years old. When he was two years old, he was so cute with his cherub face and blonde curly hair. He loved carrying around the Seven Doors rubber dolls that were meant to be bath toys with squeakers in them. By the way, my son's nickname was Squeaker. Because the name Seven Doors was a mouthful for a two-year-old, he called them the Hi-Ho Men. He enjoyed dancing and singing to the Hi-Ho song from the movie. Doc, bashful, sneezy, dopey, grumpy, sleepy, and happy had to go with him everywhere. He used his little shirt to make a pouch to carry them. It would never fail that he would drop at least one or two. It was adorable to watch him try to pick up the fallen doors without dropping any more. Once he got them all again, he started to sing. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work we go. Eventually, he figured out that he could carry them in a small basket or a canvas bag. He adored the little figurines with so much that I still to this day have the original set. They gave him so much joy that I purchased another set for his future kids. So both the original Loved On set and the brand new set of Hi Homan are stored away for my future grandchildren. A few years ago, I was visiting Disneyland and got to speak with Snow White. While sharing our son's fondness for the dwarves, I referred to them as the Hi Homan, not thinking about their formal names, the Seven Dwarves. We all laughed and she loved it. Thinking back on this story and sharing it with Snow White warms my heart. I never thought a Disney classic would be so loved and give us such a delightful memory to cherish. This next story comes from Jess S., also known as Ears by Jess, and she makes fantastic ears, so please go check her out. I personally have a couple of pairs of her ears and I adore them. But her story is about the evil queen. I was hanging out in Fantasyland with my husband and my parents during my birthday trip to Disneyland, and I decided to take the opportunity to photograph some of my Snow White-themed ears I sell in my Etsy shop at Ears by Jess. Snow White's scary adventure ride was closed, and there was beautiful walls up with woodland scenes that worked perfectly as a backdrop. As I finished my mini photo shoot, my dad saw the evil queen walking towards us. He suggested that I go take a picture with her with the ears that I was photographing. I was nervous to do this, but I thought she doesn't stand still for long as a roaming character and it was a busy day, but I decided to approach her anyway. I walked up and immediately curtsied and greeted her, your majesty. When she noticed me, I asked if we could take a picture together. What happened next was such a surprise to me, and it never happened to me before or since. She said, come with me, let's find a better place. We walked from the carousel to the walking path between storybooks and Alice in Wonderland, and all the while she was asking about myself and the servants that I had brought along with me to attend my needs. We joked about how tall my husband was, he is 6'7", and how he needs to bow further, and he is the best suited to pick the highest, sweetest apples. She even noticed my mouse ears that had the poison apple on the back. When we finally reached a suitable photo spot, she taught me how to pose like a queen, and we had a short photo op. 
When she left, I felt so special and giddy about how much fun it was to pretend that I was also an evil queen. My family also thought it was such a special interaction and were so glad that my birthday trip was so memorable. It was one of the most magical moments I had ever had at a Disney park and it almost didn't happen. Luckily, my husband recorded the whole walk so I could watch it back and relive the experience on my IGTV at Ears by Jess. Again, definitely go check out Jess's ear shop and tell her that Just Some Magic Podcast sent you. I hope you guys enjoyed Mallory's Snow White story and how her boy James saw the magic in her and her favorite story. And stay tuned for Monday's episode where we will be sharing a awesome group Disney bound. This is probably one of my favorite Disney bounds I have seen on Instagram. And I had to reach out to this guest to come be on the show. And the day that this episode airs is actually the anniversary of the Disney bound. So it absolutely worked out perfectly. But I cannot wait for you guys to hear about how the process that went into this epic, amazing, beautiful group Disney bound. So stay tuned for Monday's episode. And if you don't already know, we have episodes every Monday and Thursday. So be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. And we're always about sharing people's most magical moments. So if you have a magical moment you'd like to share, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. I can't wait to share your magic. Magic.